BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strucker. Joining me... I've missed her so much, but it's okay because I literally, for a while there, she was on like every other week on the podcast. You guys, <laughs> back by popular demand of you and also of myself, Hannah Burner, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I got benched and now I'm back in action. When was the last time we talked? You benched like, yourself, what, bitch. What time? No, I did bench myself. <laughs> There's a lot of times in life that sometimes you just have to bench yourself. <laughs> Actually, no, I think that my fiance, Taylor Donahue, who's also like my my audio producer, truly, yeah. um, she benched you <laughs> and me. Because <laughs> she was like, Hannah is literally on every other episode of Taste of Taylor. It's enough. And I was like, I first of all, I love her. Second of all, we have we have audio podcasting chemistry together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And third of all, she's on a reality show that I watch and I'm like like a literal stand of. So yeah. I, if I could have Hannah on every week, I would. But then, I mean, the fact that I could talk shit with my friend and it entertains people, isn't that what's better in life? What a dream. What a world we've created for ourselves. Yes. Okay, so you and I have talked, yeah. not with a recording going on, which yeah. is very strange. It's very strange. I don't like that. I didn't like it. It was um, uncomfortable. I was like, we, if we don't talk with people listening, do we even talk? <laughs> but I called you to tell you I had COVID. <laughs> I'm fine now. Thanks for wondering, everyone. Uh, and Hannah was like, I have a secret too. I'm engaged. So let's hold our rings up. Oh my God, let's start a club, an engagement club. Our rings are identical. Des copied my ring. He did. He did. And you can yell at him for that. But I do think that when you guys got engaged, it didn't even cross my mind that I would get engaged. But I, I think- mean, we got to talk. Okay, we got a lot to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we okay, do. Let's, first and foremost, let's talk about the engagement. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll get to the season of Summer House. Yeah. A lot's going on. You know, I always, it's tough because I do watch things. I try to watch as an audience member, but I am, I am biased. Mm-hmm. But I've learned over the years with having friends that work at Bravo, how to kind of try to separate, but maybe I'm not very good, but we'll get to it. We'll mm-hmm. get to it. And then of course, but you also to- were very close to me during the whole summer. So you were hearing like kind of stuff that was going down. Yeah. And also I, I mean, I've, I met you before you were on summer house. Yeah. I like our, our relationship predates that. Yeah. I met you when you were eating scones into a fucking microphone. <laughs> How far you and come? someone was like, this girl has talent. <laughs> the fact that she so boldly dry chewed into a mic and thought people would like it. There's something weird about her and we like it. So I feel like I'm really invested. And I was also a viewer of Summer House before you were on it. Yeah. So like I'm all in. I got, I, got, I got opinions all the way around. Before we get into the nitty gritty and 
conspiracy theories. Are you enjoying it? Um, so much. Why? It's really a great show. Because it is a darker season overall. I, you're going to hate when I say this, but I really think that you guys should shoot this way from here on out. <laughs> itself, can't handle it. I was so broken. <laughs> I know, but but everyone broken is what we need as audience members. Okay. We need your souls pouring yeah. out of your buttholes. Yeah, we need you to not be thinking logically and just breaking and getting triggered every two seconds. First of all, you guys are one of the only shows on Bravo that have 24-7 yeah. surveillance when you're like filming. And a lot that you end up watching is from the surveillance. A ton. A ton. Every conversation between me and Paige, we're literally whispering like no one will hear it. <laughs> so stupid. But that's the thing is that like you guys always kind of have that extra surveillance. Like I remember, so we know I was friends with Stephen McGee. So I got to go to the summer house. Mm-hmm when he was a cast member on the show. Yeah. Okay. So I remember going over there. So I, I don't know what it feels like to be you guys, but I know the anxiety that I felt <laughs> going into that house. And it was for one party one night. <laughs> and like, you know, I was a smoker back then. And it's like my mom and dad, if they see me smoking on camera, they'll fucking kill me. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm like an adult person. So I was like, I was like, I, I was like, wait a second. Like the cameras never go down. You can like never get away from it. <laughs> So I remember like smoking in the corner being like, just feeling like, like a, like a, a bad middle schooler, yeah. you know? And I'm yeah. like, I'm an adult person. Why am I so scared? But like, even like I was trying not to get too drunk because I didn't want to be slurring on camera. Like, I, and I wasn't even a castmate. There were many times that I called my mom and said, mom, can you come pick me up? I'm scared. <laughs> but like the intensity of knowing that there's surveillance all around you the whole time, like it's really hard to let your guard down. I don't know how you guys have looked at that, but now you don't get to go back. You don't get to escape them after yeah. three days. So what would happen is, I mean, it's similar to other, like the housewife shows, like after a fight, they leave. They can like decompress. They can, they can to talk their to their families, friends. Their- they talk about, yeah, where we will yeah. literally get in a fight and then I'm hungry and I want a grilled cheese, but Kyle's on a like call, like yelling and standing right there. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need the grilled cheese today. <laughs> and then you just sit in silence I don't need to eat ever again. I have to ask you, how many hours did you spend downstairs in your cave? In our cave. Well, what's funny about our cave is it really was two, three, it was like four flights of stairs from the kitchen, which is also part of the trash conspiracy theory that like- No, no, no. I was, last night I was watching- the most recent episode, and I literally was like, oh my God, how, of course you're going to leave the trash No, out. no, no, but our, our trash, so after going up four flights of stairs, and also for people listening, I'm not trying to defend that I'm good at trash. I volunteered, didn't do great at it. Um, however- <laughs> Why'd you volunteer? I kind of, because if I didn't volunteer, I would have done nothing. So volunteering, I actually did some trash, which I would have never done. I have a question. Who does the least in the house? I was talking about this on the Taylor Strecker show, my radio show, with Jesse Giles. And Jesse said, Hannah's fatal mistake is she even said anything. She said she should pull a page and just don't even engage. It'd be just, yep, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. The funniest thing is like so much of the stuff that I was yelled at for, like (laughs) Paige is doing it with me. I know she she is. I mean, for people who are watching, Paige literally texts 
the house because she had a migraine and was like, can we lower the music slightly? Because the house was like shaking and Kyle goes, this isn't Hannah's house. So that is what I was going through this summer. And I thought I was getting paranoid that someone was trying to destroy me. And then I watched it and was like, you weren't paranoid, but you were stuck. (laughs) And there was nothing you could do to make things better. But anyway, so if you look at the outside of the house, there's also tons of steps to get to the top of the house yeah i guess it doesn't really translate so to take the trash out at night you had to go down two flights of stairs then all the steps outside then down the driveway to put the trash away so i'm not going outside there's raccoons so as a group we all would take the trash out and put it in this pile on the side so then we'd take a bunch and go out also the feminist legit left my body when i started realizing how heavy trash full of glass bottles of rosé is like i actually couldn't carry some of it and my point is is for is that i am not great at doing the trash i volunteered i did some didn't do it well my point is i wish that people approached it in like a calm adult way like hannah do you need help because you're not like doing that great at it and not have someone be like some people here don't some people are lazy as shit and that's when that's when i decided I've taken this before in the past. I've been cursed out for various reasons and I just mm-hmm. stay quiet and I said if I'm stuck in this fucking house, it's go time, bitch. Let's right, go. Right. You you can't shelve it. You could shelve it for the weekend. And then you go back to your respective corners during the week. Yeah. You see your boyfriend, you see your family, you see your friends, you see whoever, you get you get it out of your system, you go back. You remember that there's bigger, more important things than the petty bullshit. You get to see perspective. Like right. when when Kyle was like doing his speech and Paige and I were laughing at something and he freaked out. He told me to go fuck myself in the last season. I was calm. I was quiet. I just stayed out of it. I made sure Amanda was okay. That's Hannah when she has breaks in between. When Hannah doesn't have breaks in between, your girl can snap on anything. (laughs) Wait, I have a question. What day of filming being in the house where you like, oh God, I need to get out of here. I need to leave. I can't. Like, what was the breaking day? Was okay. it like day four? Well, day five, day well six, walking, day okay. If it's it's funny because watching it is you're just kind of actually watching my mental health deteriorate as someone who like does deal with really bad anxiety. Yeah, and I don't. And, and I and all of us do deal with anxiety. So I'm not just saying it was just me. But you walk in and like Lindsay's mad what like in my perspective we all talk about each other on podcasts this was a podcast from 2018 it was pulled out of context I was like giving her a compliment but basically I didn't like how she treated me first season which is how I still feel and she like didn't invite me to her new year's party and it was this whole thing I also found out Danielle hooked up with Luke like I knew I was coming into like a heavy situation where people were not happy to see me so I already you know when like you know people aren't liking you and you're trying to have fun and you're like I just want to have fun but I could feel them glaring so but I like handled the Lindsay thing I think like pretty well and like I I always end up apologizing to her like literally yeah she's terrifying (laughs) in my opinion that's my opinion I'm scared of Lindsay I know Lindsay when I see her she's usually no she's always very nice to me but I she has a very like I know she finds this very insulting, and so she probably at this point hates me now. But like the thing is, like Lindsay, it's it's almost a compliment, you know? Like you're like you're you're a presence. Like nobody wants to fuck with you. That's a good thing. She gets activated. Like I hated confrontation. In my first summer, she was like kind of going around saying I wasn't feminine enough. So I went to confront her. I got really scared, and somehow I ended up apologizing to her because I didn't. Your own feelings. I didn't tell her immediately when I was feeling upset about it. So that's what we're that's what we're dealing with. So. I get out of that. The Danielle thing, I was like, 
obviously like that was not a cool move from a, another girl to make out with a guy that you right. were talking to and never even talked to you about it. But I literally right. was like, I'm so not getting into drama. She did it. She can't change it. I'll keep that in the back of my head in the future, mm-hmm. but like whatever. Then apparently everyone in the house knew, but me that Luke was bringing a girl. Oh, so that's fun for you. So that was fun in that, like, can I ask a question? Yeah. I don't want to start trouble, but I can't help it. Cause I really like, I talked to you. Yeah. I watched the show, but I also talked to you like friend. Why didn't Paige tell you? I don't know if Paige knew. I don't know, but I, but like watching, you can tell like, like Danielle's like, Oh, is Sierra coming? Yeah. And I had literally (laughs) asked him, are you bringing someone? And he said, no blank point blank. So oh, he's, he's such a fucking gaslighter. It's unbelievable. When he said on the recent episode, like, Oh, these girls are gaslighting me. I was like, don't you ever, ever accuse anybody of gaslighting, sir, Mr. Gaslighting, like the king of gaslighting. But that is just classic. Like when you're dealing with a guy like that, he will immediately start to play victim and try to twist on you that you're gaslighting him. But I can't wait for the reunion to ask him, Luke, what does gaslighting mean? Yeah. Cause he doesn't know. And he just heard people say it to him and try to turn on me. And it's unfortunate. Cause you know, there's the trolls who like, will be like, Hannah's manipulating everyone and Hannah's gaslighting everyone. And it drives me nuts. It just like, look a little deeper to what's going on. I was falling in love at that point. Like I was, yeah. I met the person in my life. I was not going out of my way to make anyone feel a type of way about anything. Also Sierra saw Luke for who he was. Luke she, she even said it recently when someone shows you who they are believe them she saw a side of Luke that she did not like in a conversation with you that was a very Luke and you conversation but you being like this is happening and him yeah. denying you gaslighting basically you. saying I was crazy when and people are quick doesn't to, he realize that Sierra's not with him because of him because he's saying she's not with him because of me Right. But I'm saying Sierra's not with Luke because of him. Well, that means he would take have to take accountability for his actions, which is not happening. But I do think that people got confused that I was like so hurt over like the fact that Luke and I weren't anything. No, no, no. Uh, I, uh, I forget that I know more than everybody. Yeah. You go. Yeah. You, you guys had a thing for an entire, since last season, all the way up until, I remember I was sitting talking to you being like, girl, I want you to get a boyfriend. Like, yeah. remember all through the pandemic, I'm like, I know it's hard, but yeah. I want you to come into the season with a guy in your life because I feel like Luke is going to come in with a girl and you're going to get fucked with. Did yeah. I not say that? Yeah, you said it. But the thing is, is, it was a difficult situation because I knew, I just wanted to have fun last summer. You saw Hardy pursued me. And it's so funny how people forget so quickly. Like people were so like, quickly. we love Hannah and Luke. We love them together. And so quickly they're like, Hannah, he clearly just wanted to be friends. And it's like this dude, like he continued, he would call me so many times. And in my head, I kept trying to be like, are we just friends or not? Like, can we put a label on this? And he kept being right. like, I don't do labels. You could be my, my wife, my girlfriend, my friend. I don't know. I'm just working oh, through a that, lot. You're, you're going to tell your wife you don't do labels. That's going to fly with your fucking wife one day. He, but that was the thing where in my head, I was like, okay, if this isn't going anywhere, like I wish you would stop calling me all the time, but also I'm going to be in the house with him. And also I did like his attention, but deep down I was like, okay, whatever this guy is, he's a person in my life and he wants me in it. And it's super confusing, but we'll see what happens. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Just a quick question. Mm -hmm. So 
we saw last summer where there was like a major flirtation. Also, let's not forget, you guys hooked up, and I'm sorry, I'm a lesbian, oral sex is sex, Yeah. okay? Yeah. That's intimacy. And so ye, you guys were intimate, and I know he could say, like, we didn't have sex. Dude, what are you? like? Well, that's at, why I kept school? going around being like, well, I mean, I had his dick in my mouth, so I don't know what that means. The point is, is if he wasn't attracted to me, he would not have pursued me and done all this other thing. So people trying to be exactly. like, you didn't have sex, and I you. No. It's called when people like it's a control tactic to withhold yeah. something from someone. So when yes. you're withholding something and just holding it above their head, it became kind of like this game of like, when's he going to do it with me? When's he going to let it happen? And looking and back, I'm like, look, yeah, looking back, I'm like, you were so controlled and you just like, well, was- I will say this. That is why Paige was flipping her shit last summer, you know, because she was trying to protect you. Well, but- it's crazy that when you're not in it, you could see it so clearly. But for me last summer, I had no idea. I just wanted to have fun with him. So I had no idea he was going to string this along where like he didn't want me, but he didn't want to lose me. But as a result, I can't have meet a new person when I have a model blowing up my phone three times a day. Right. So when I got to the house and like, I was joking, like, yeah, like maybe Lucas here. Cause he's talking to me every day when I find out there's a girl and he didn't tell me about her. And when I was so far to say that he wasn't bringing a girl, I'm humiliated. I'm like anxieties through the roof. Then he's telling her that I wanted more. So he's lying about that. Plus we sat down and found out that when he asked me to go to Minnesota with his family, she, he asked her the same time to meet his family. So I was sitting him down not to be like, fuck you. I literally was like, I want to care about you the way I think I do. Where was the miscommunication? Like what happened? And that's when he started the whole, like, I don't even know you. Who are you? Dude, I mean, do you know, you get now why I hated him so much, right? And wanted to get the fuck away yes, from him. Yes, but now he is going around telling people that like I had a boyfriend coming on the show, which was not true. He's going around telling people I'm manipulating Sierra. Like it's a real smear campaign, which is classic behavior classic of loop. these kinds of guys. And it's, yeah. and you know what? It's been really hard to like see on TV when I still like cared about it and I still wanted to see the best in him. And it was, it's just been like really hurtful. But then after that, which as I end it, like I'm literally like he, he said, Oh, I have all these feelings for you. I love you. And I was like, okay, good. And I was done. And we have to remember, Sierra has actually known Luke before me. Sierra knows Luke way more than me. And Sierra actually helped open my eyes. So people are like, Hannah made Sierra not like Luke. She's a grown ass woman. And let's be honest, Tay, could your friend really get you to not like a guy when you like a guy? No. No. no so everyone no. needs to lay off Sierra because I'm actually, I can I can 100% answer that. I'm so proud of Sierra because she is such a mature bitch because when I was 24, you know I would have been like, fuck boy, yay. Yes. I will say this. To, to, so ask me that question again. When you like a guy and your friends try to prevent you. What can, happens? What happened with you last summer? Exactly. Exactly. Were, was, were, were Paige or Amanda able to get you away from Luke? No, they were not. And so he's just mad that it ain't working anymore. And he just well, pointed the finger at you. But like, I'll say this too. Amanda and Paige come way harder at Luke. And they have for summers. You and Luke were thick as thieves last summer. Yeah. This summer, you're finally opening your eyes. Why? Like the fact that he's dumping all the blame on you is so beyond but unfair. It's classic, and also, it's classic behavior. The victim turning into victim when it it's is. like... Can you just, like, stop? Just stop. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Care Of. I love Care Of because your girl 
doesn't treat her body incredibly well. And the least I can do is take me vitamins. First off, I love care of because their products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients, and they're backed by science. I also love care of because your recommendations come in a daily, individually wrapped packet that's perfect for getting back into a routine. Literally, you get like a box of your vitamins and they're in like daily individual packets that you just like pull out so you could stick it in your bag if you're on the go if you're going on vacation you can pack for how much you're going on vacation with also what i love about care of is their online quiz this online quiz first of all it's easy but second of all you learn a lot about yourself and once you take the quiz with care of you feel like you kind of have control back in your life at least i did Care of's in-depth online quiz asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns to help you address your specific wellness goals. Care of's holistic online quiz is like getting a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist without even having to leave your house. And you can, of course, follow Care of's expert recommendations, but you can adjust your pack at any time. It's completely up to you what's in there. But for me, somebody who's like a total novice with this stuff, I am relying on Care of and their team of expertise to help me along this journey of getting healthier. And also, aside from me loving the daily packets just for my own convenience and sanity, there are small, impactful ways that we can all be more sustainable every day. So guess what? Switching from bulky bottles of vitamins to care of compositable vitamin packs is a super simple way to practice a more eco-friendly mindset at home or on the go. You're doing good for you. You're doing good for the world. So what are you waiting for? For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code taste of Taylor 5050. Okay. Again, for 50, 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com. That's T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F dot com and enter code taste of taylor t-a-s-t-e-o-f-t-a-y-l-o-r five zero taste of taylor 50 if it can work for me it can work for you i'm telling you i'm doing you a favor do yourself a favor and now back to the podcast so question what so his apology and this is also very interesting interesting too and i have to say on my radio show the taylor trucker show jesse jollis who is a co-host on the show mm-hmm. a friend of both of ours and i we did not mean to hannah but we ended up doing a massive deep dive into summer house wow and people's reactions to you and we were like this is misogyny at its fucking finest like why are we like pointing a finger at hannah and we're not questioning luke like we, like i've actually it really was a powerful conversation and I was really shook by it because not only was first people saying that like I was just crazy then they turned it to then it was my fault that another girl didn't like him and then furthermore it was my fault that I was reacting when I was like literally someone was trying to destroy me in the house and I was like freaking out trying to defend myself I'm getting called emotional I'm getting called crazy and then I'm like wait if I had just punched Kyle in the face the first time he spoke rude to me. The next day, would everyone be apologizing to me and I'd be able to tell my piece and everyone would move on? Like, it was so confusing to watch. And then, like, why aren't more people not, like, proud of Sierra that, like, this girl sees this guy as clearly, like, not ready to have a healthy relationship and yeah. got away from it? Like, and it, the misogyny has been fucking out of control. And also, Kyle's going around the house crying hysterically, yelling at everyone, like being wild, but I'm the emotional one. That is misogyny at his finest. And I'm on, and it's, it shook me to my core. 
it's a double standard and it's really fucking unfair and like this show's wildly entertaining and like the drama is entertaining and all of you guys are entertaining but but there is you know I watch the show and I am proud of you and I am proud of Sierra like I'm watching it from that perspective so I actually didn't realize that there was such a big difference in the takeaway until I was getting DMs about the show and I'm like you know what like this is a problem we, like we as women men thrive because they fucking stick together and we women are really guilty of ripping each other's eyes out how can any woman not 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 empathize with you and be like i have been in hannah's shoes sierra and i stuck together this whole time yeah, and they're trying to make it like we're these crazy manipulative witches and it's like can, it's 2020 can two yeah. girls not decide that a guy is not right and not healthy and that's it and instead when I was getting upset, it was just twisted to like, I'm just this crazy single girl with daddy issues. She's crazy. Yep. But then Luke gets a whole episode to explain his violence and Vi- how his he, parents he yelled at scary. him. And it was like, but I'm, but everyone's just like, yeah, Hannah's fucking wild and crazy and we hate her. But, but Luke did the same thing and worse, but we, we need to protect him at all costs. And it's Hannah's fault. I don't know how it's well, Hannah's fault, but it probably is. And also last week, Luke was apologizing and it hit me. I was like, oh, so Luke is capable of apologizing. That's great. And then it hit me. Oh, no. He's apologizing to a man. Yeah. Right? He can apologize to men. Well, I really felt like Sierra also was silenced during that women. episode. Like, the whole thing stemmed from... He basically sat her down and was like, I don't like you. You're mean to me. And she was like, I just need to have boundaries with you. Yeah. Then the fight started and then after the violence it was all just the men being like and then when Lindsay said boys will be boys I like oh 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 Hannah I I was like I couldn't deal with it because at some point like boys are not just boys but we have to hold boys accountable for being respectful and um it's also the funniest part about it is that Luke had pulled me aside in the beginning when Kyle was Kyle was very angry at me for many times and yelling at me with veins many many times this season and he pulled me aside and he said you have to stay calm when he attacks you you have to stay calm and I'm like it's it's too hard for me like he said Luke said that to me yes to you about I'm like I'm like he's so provoking and he knows how to say the meanest things to hurt you and he goes I know but you have to stay calm you know else what wasn't lost on me too though now Kyle and Luke are fighting right and Carl's are too and they're all they're puffing their chest up like guys do right and it's 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 getting to a place of physical and it's violent and it's scary and it's like making everybody feel stressed out so when all the boys are fighting that's when Kyle's finally like yeah I do I push and I provoke and I was like there it is he just fucking admitted it but why did it take him fighting with Luke to admit that because that's the shit he's been doing to you for summers no no for summers and like I dealt with four weeks of him literally going to Sierra trying to manipulate her to not like me saying blanket mean statements like Hannah's a bad person Hannah lies Hannah's a bad like no evidence behind anything and just trying to get everyone to turn on me and I was getting so paranoid that this guy was literally trying to destroy me like he literally went into that house and his whole bit is like because Hannah talks about my relationship I want to make a clear right here on the Taylor Strecker show I I don't ever talk about their relationship. I don't like how he speaks to people. And that was my only problem the whole time. And I tried to stick up for myself, but these hour long fights were then shown in a, you know, yeah. In a way. So how does that feel too? living it? Knowing everybody there saw it every minute of it, right? Mm -hmm. And experienced it. And then seeing 
I, I'm the only thing I can say is like a chop job of what you experienced, right? Is that a good way of putting it? When I made the comment about my dad, it was a full like breakdown where like I had hit my max of like tolerating someone who's sitting in front of me, not making eye contact, speaking to me, down to me and basically saying, I've never said something mean about you. Which is gaslighting. Which is gaslighting. So I'm, when you get gaslit multiple times by multiple men in a house, you really lose your mind. And I, in general, was saying, like, you're acting like my boss. You're acting like a teacher. You're acting like my dad. Just, like, telling me all these things that are wrong about me. Because it was just nonstop. Like, yeah, that, you, you mentioning your dad was your way of saying you're triggering me. Yes. Just saying you're acting like someone who, like controls me or also or also you're acting like you're in charge of me and exactly. you're not the boss of me or exactly. this house exactly that was the point yes. I was trying to make and I think that like he if he's not in charge of everyone he like can't handle it and I was what like what is that it's what is that I mean it's it's can, so deep you can yeah. figure that out but I do think that um then he responded in kind of like a dick tone of like oh it's interesting your dad and I are this and like just hearing him coming out of his mouth like referring to my dad after all the painful things he said to me i i've been watching too many mafia movies i fucking lost it and also i'd been trying to get out of that conversation for over an hour so it was the hard thing tay is watching yourself hit a breaking point because of verbal abuse on tv and then getting made fun of for it and that was really fucking hard for me and then after all that then like my they show like an apology because I had to just tell him he's the greatest guy in the world for him to leave me alone because that was talk about that apology like so you got to explain what it was to me so the apology was me basically realizing like we're not getting anywhere and someone has to apologize to at least the group for like the bad vibes And like, cause I was feeling him like pulling the group away from me every single day. And that was like fucking scary. Like I felt like I was losing Paige at one point. It was really scary when I literally didn't know what I did. So I sat down and I basically told the group, like, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And the group actually, it was, it was a good conversation, but then I had to talk to Kyle if it was about me talking about his relationship or if it was about the laundry or if it was about my dad, I would have said that, but it's not. It was, right. he just needed me to tell him that, I mean, he's Jax. He needed me to tell him he's the number I one guy in the group. I, I literally was like, oh, he needed to hear you're the number one guy. Yep. She told him what he needed to hear because at this point it's like, we'll just give him whatever he wants. He just wanted to be like, I'm in charge everyone's under my rules everything you have is because of me and I need you to know that you're below me and he didn't like that I was you know getting some heat and I had some good things going for me so I literally had to put my tail between my legs and say I look up to you a man who just literally assaulted my character for four weeks it was very difficult for me to do and I did it literally so he'd leave me alone and he did right he did And and it worked I am very proud of you and you know and then like also I don't want to make anyone feel shamed but I just want to make people start thinking like you guys we as women have been conditioned for so long to fight each other yeah and that's how we stay down right because if we're so busy fucking fighting each other and competing with each other then guys are just running the show the whole time Some people in the house were so mad that Sierra and I were getting along people so hated it I mean Kyle literally went up to Sierra and goes Hannah's manipulating you honey I'm 
in my bed emotionally eating. The only one manipulating anyone is you trying to manipulate her to not like me. Are you mad that I'm nice to Sierra? Do you want me to be mean to Sierra? What is going... People even message me like, you're sucking up to Sierra. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I bully her? Right? Oh, it's like you, you, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But like, that's the thing too. It's like, how about this? It, first of all, saying that you're manipulative is insulting to you because it's an attack on your character. Number two, telling... Sierra, she's being manipulated or been manipulated is an insult to her. Like yeah. she's not smart enough to know what the fuck is going on. No, there was a there was a scene where Kyle, when Amanda and I are talking, and Kyle literally goes to Sierra and says, "You can't trust Hannah with a ten foot pole. She's <gasps> manipulating you." And Sierra goes, "I'm sorry, that's coming for me because I'm I can make right. my own decisions about her. Like I'm stupid and I didn't see when it. it's like I'm, I was sitting in bed. I've never seen a grown man talk about." me as much as he, like if I were Amanda I'd be like why are you talking about this other girl so much when Can you I don't say see- something I was in a relationship with a guy I won't go into the details mm-hmm. but I was in a relationship with a guy and he was a guy that would fight with women he was a guy that. that would shit talk he was he was more into social media than I was mm-hmm. and it was my job mm-hmm. and I remember thinking this is highly unappealing mm-hmm. and I would say to him you mortify me mm-hmm. when you fight with my fucking friends yeah. it's mortifying and also it's a really bad look for a dude so like cut it out and it wasn't the reason why we ended things ultimately but like it was not it was one of the top reasons that I didn't like stuff like I yep. really it's really like think about all the housewives husbands that come in and fight they're like the like that's like the that is such a bad look but it's funny because somehow it still was like Hannah's being so emotional when it's like you don't see me coming Amanda's like she's trying to take down Kyle I'm pretty sure that I'm trying to protect my character that's being assaulted when all I said was, I don't like how you speak to Amanda, basically, and don't speak to me like that. And normally Amanda takes my side when I stand up and try to protect her. In a way, that wasn't me protecting her. That was me snapping and being like, I'm done with this language and how people are being spoken to. You were just trying to cut through the bullshit and just get transparent. I watched proud of you that you that you stood up for yourself it's very hard to stand up to yourself as a woman to a man it just is it was it was honestly scary at times like when his veins come out of his like and he's like pointing like I got out of the picnic table because I was actually feeling like so much coming for me that I was like I don't feel safe sitting here like it was really scary and I and I act like I put on this tough front and I'm Brooklyn and I'm hard but like I'm a little girl who is trying to stand up for herself and is dealing with severe anxiety even like I got up from the table once and he's like Hannah doesn't do shit I was going to have diarrhea because I'm so fucking anxious walk around this house knowing that a grown man is coming for me this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Me Undies. If you know me, you know that like underpants are super important to me. You also know that I probably have admitted to stealing my mom's underwear. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. She always just wears the most comfortable kind. But now I have the best underpants thanks to Me Undies. Me Undies believes that comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about feeling comfortable in your skin. You're a total badass, and what you wear should only accentuate that fact. That's why Me Undies not only uses a sustainable, breathable, that's so important. Soft as heck fabric, but they also give you endless styles to choose from. It's total comfort inside out. And I am all about the comfortable underpants. Question, what underwear are you wearing at this very moment? Does it feel like you're sitting in a heaven cloud? No. So maybe you should listen to me because right now I am sitting in a heaven cloud. Me Undies offers classic colors to ridiculous prints. Basically everything you want to fully express yourself in your own unique way. 
And MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. Best part, never leave your couch again with a MeUndies membership. It's a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door. With site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you'll automatically pay less for everything. I may have been the girl who used to steal my mom's underpants, but it looks like my mom's going to be jealous of my underpants. MeUndies has an amazing offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you'll get 15% off and free shipping. MeUndies also has their problem-free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product for any reason, they'll refund you or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. So what are you waiting for? To get your 15% off your first order and free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash Taylor. Again, that's MeUndies, M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. MeUndies.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. Can I go through people and say, and ask where you are with them? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where are you and Paige? We are better than ever. We have our Geekly Squad podcast. We've had some times where like we had to be on the phone to be like, where are we good? Like, because our friendship is so much bigger than, you know, like a summer and um, it's gotten us a lot closer. We've dealt with so much stuff and, you know, (laughs) we're, yeah, we're doing great. How are you and Lindsay? I mean, Lindsay, I think, I think we're okay. Like yeah. you never know. Danielle, I'm assuming it's fine. She's pretty easy, easy peasy. Mm, uh, I don't know. She, she's recently did a mean interview towards me. Huh. They're just like, they really? just like, they, um, <laughs> I think she's mad. I never like made the Luke thing a big deal and she wanted it to be. Interesting. Um, how are you and Sierra? Amazing. We talk on the phone all the time. We FaceTime with our cats. She's, I'm really lucky to have her in my life. How are you and Carl? Carl and I are great. Yeah, I just great. saw him um, last week, and he's sober, like officially. Um, wow. And good for him. I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. We're really good. How are you and Luke? He's currently blocked from my phone because... Good. He's the kind of... No, he's just the kind of person that, like, there's no boundaries, and I don't want him to be calling me or saying things. I just can't, I can't. It's no. not healthy Disengage. for my current situation. How are you and Kyle? Kyle and I, like we were good. Um, and then I got engaged and um, I heard he was very angry about it. And that's when God I forbid disengaged. You live your life. That's when I disengaged from that. How are you and Amanda? Amanda, she reached out. When I got engaged, she texted me and then she called me, but they were, they were filming and I didn't want to be on camera. So I just responded like, Hey, and then I also said, I know Kyle's like going on a rampage right now, angry. So I'm going to just disengage. And that was the end of that. But she's been telling people that I just like didn't call her back without saying that I did text her and say, I don't want to be on camera. Right. Because they're filming a show right now. So yeah, yeah, they were at the time. So yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> Jeez. Would you say, does it feel like the house has like teams or sides or is it very individual relationships? There's a lot of individual relationships, but overall, like a lot of people are scared of certain people um, standing up to them because they feel like they have like power in some way. Right. And... You know I'm well, messy and I don't that's Well, not. no, but that's why I love you. You're not scared. You're like, you can't bully me. You can't push me around. Is it scary standing up for yourself? Yes. It, it doesn't mean that you're not scared and anxiety provoked doing it. Yeah. But you have that integrity. You're like, no, I'm I'm going to say something. You're a feminist. And you, and you talk the talk and you walk the walk. And I actually think Sierra was great 
to come into the, the house this summer because oh she's God. very like-minded. Well, like Sierra she's like, didn't come in with any politics. She has no politics. She has no reason. And she's authentically herself. She's so wise. And she was the one person who like didn't have to like didn't owe anyone anything and like when stuff would happen she would just like let me cry on her shoulder and be like it's gonna be okay <laughs> i cried on her shoulder the whole show how many times did you cry <laughs> over the over filming it got to a point where it was every day oh. where i was like i'm gonna wake up i'm not gonna cry today but it's funny because and like it- yeah it, and it's it also is hard because when things happen you know that like the world's gonna see it so like when I hear someone like really trying to vilify me and then you react to it like watching back it's like yeah do I wish I didn't take the bait and react as much yes but then it's also yeah. like it's tv <laughs> like what am I gonna right. do be mature and walk away which I like would do in a setting where I wasn't locked in a house that was prison right. with a pool you guys have to remember when we're watching reality tv we're watching we're watching heightened scenarios we're watching the the drama is real but what we're seeing is like production puts you in a, in a space that you would never in your own life choose to put yourself in you'd well, remove yourself you grow from reality tv because you're literally put in social situations you would never put yourself in no. by being like volunteer <laughs> what was harder filming or has it been watching this season watching and a lot of people have been messaging me and they're like, I'm so confused by your anger. Like, I'm so confused how it's this or that. And it's like, yeah, I'd be confused too. Fucking interesting. Okay. Happy stuff. <laughs> so tonight we're going to see Des come into the house. Oh my your God. fiance. It's crazy. Um, so are, are, are you excited? Is he excited? Are you both nervous? Are you going to watch it? Is he not going to watch it? What's the deal? I don't, he hasn't been watching at all. He's Good. not watching. I don't think he should. And he like knows what happened this summer. Like it's not like he can't give me advice for stuff because right. I called him through everything. For people who are thinking like how this happened, this guy like doesn't really know me. Like we went on a couple dates in two weeks, and then I went to the sh- to film. Yeah. Can we just clear that up real quickly? Because I because I knew that you were seeing someone and I was I had been encouraging Hannah going into the season to find any boyfriend truly remember that like the football guy I was like date him yeah anyone will do because I just wanted Hannah to have a focus that wasn't Luke and so I was like you need to go in playing the same game that Luke's gonna be playing because I wanted you to be protected and then you end up meeting this guy right before you go in you're like no I legit and I was like yes perfect marry him and you're like no no no, I legit like this guy (laughs) I like but also but you didn't really know him People have to understand, yeah, I don't know him. And I have been burned. I have bad taste in men. And that's the whole Luke thing. Like, I knew that I would never see him as, like, actual boyfriend potential. Right. But I liked the attention. And with Dez, I knew that I enjoyed him. But I was not about to fall for the person. But then during season, like, we started talking on the phone, like, three hours, four hours a night. And he was kind of, like... I mean, sometimes I'd get really jacked up about stuff and he'd like get me going, but then sometimes he'd calm me down and then we'd have phone sex. So that made things nicer. But, but this guy who doesn't really know me that well, literally put himself on a global reality TV show to see me because we missed each other that much didn't tell his agent he's a comedian didn't tell his agent because he knew the agent would say no just because we missed each other so fucking much 
Oh. And it's funny because Luke is like, he said something like, wait, like I led Hannah on, but then, yeah. and I was like, are you saying I led you on? Like, what are you saying? Like, first he's saying that I'm in love with him. Then he's right. saying I'm in love with someone else. So I'm like, if you're going to yeah. lie about me, get, pick one story. But the point is, is that I'm not waiting around to have sex with Luke. Like I was trying to meet healthy, good people for me, but this, right. like, I remember I went to Sag Harbor to go on the date with Des and Luke was blowing up my phone. Didn't answer. The next day he calls me, I answer and he's like, where were you? And I was like, Sag Harbor. And he's like, doing what? And I was like, I was on a date. So like he knew about Des. So when he wants to fuck around, so when he wants to fuck around, it's okay because you guys are in a relationship. But when you aren't there like his lap dog, well, then you kind of are in a relationship, right? I was, I felt like I had, and that's where there was some confusion. Cause I was like, we basically dated. I just felt like I signed up for wifey duties when I didn't want to be that. Right. Right. And, but well, I got kind of twisted you were to being his, like, you were at his beck and call. Beck and call. Like, and when he wanted you, you were there. When he didn't want you, you had to suck it up. That's like the most unfair relationship in the history of relationships. And just cause you didn't we have were sex, always there. We were, but we, he was, I was, there was never a time, like he called me all the time for like his dreams, his fears, what he's going to eat in the morning, how, how he's nervous about this, his family, like all to me. And like, that's not just a normal friendship between two people. Especially when you've hooked up. Can we, can everybody remember when Hannah was moaning on television last summer? I thought I was going to die. People forget stuff very quickly in this business. I don't. But, but I also think the funniest thing is the hypocrisy of like Lindsay taking his side when I'm like, Lindsay, do you remember when you freaked out at Carl for bringing a girl to the house when you had been talking to him for two weeks and never had yeah. sex? So yeah. don't come for me. But yeah, I just think now, like, I don't know if he's trying to like slut shame me. I don't know what he's up to, but um, it's he's been just fun. Trying to angle it so that, no, like you said, he's a, he's the classic gaslighter. And now he's going to just try to, he denies you any of your truth. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to flip it and make himself the victim. So he's all about how he's going to come across looking in this. That's what, yeah. that's his, that's his total game. And you know what? I think the reason I had done like well with reality TV is because I'm so not planned and I'm so just like myself and yes and sometimes you get lucky and people really see it but sometimes if you give too much emotion it can mm -hmm. be skewed and yeah. um but I can't I can't hold an intake I am too fucking Italian or I don't know what it is too New York I'm and I was I was all fucking over the place this summer in terms of just feeling and reacting and um it's not healthy to react all the time but yeah I hope that people were entertained but watching back it's hard because you you see like it was a real struggle. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Public Goods. I stand Public Goods. I'm so excited to be partnering with Public Goods. For those of you who don't know, Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. They've got everything, literally. Coffee, toilet paper, shampoo, dishwasher, detergent. I mean, everything. Pet food. Public Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So rather than buying from a bunch of single products, brands, Public Goods members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautifully streamlined aesthetic. I recently put out like all my Public Goods stuff that I ordered and my fiance was like, that is sexy. And I'm like, I know it is. It looks like our home is like a fancy ass hotel. Everything really looks clean and calming, minimalist, no bright colors, no mismatched anything. It's just like monochromatic, simple, clean. I love it. 
But aside from the way it looks, it's just—it's not just good on the outside. It's good on the inside. Public Good searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. And they ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives, still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They're literally committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. So you can feel really good about them. I have been loyal to a drugstore brand of dishwasher soap. I'm not going to say the name of it, but it's blue. And I don't know. It's just like it cuts through grease. So I've just been using it forever. And I just felt like nothing else could like do the job until Public Goods sent their dish soap. And I've been using it. It smells so incredible. It gets the job done better than the blue crap. And I feel good about it because I'm like, this is actually good. Like, I trust that public goods isn't giving me chemical-y stuff. They're giving me good stuff that gets the job done. Same thing with their surface cleaner. I have been using different surface cleaners for so many years, and they're, I know they're so chemical-y, but something in my head was just like, well, if, if you use something that's not this, it's not going to get the job done. Wrong-o! I've been using public goods surface cleaner. It works on everything. It smells incredible. And after I wipe the counter down, I'm not, like, worried about putting food there because of chemicals. Because again, Public Goods, you know they're watching out for you. Also, Public Goods uses a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers, us. And best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. So we worked out an awesome deal just for Taste of Taylor listeners. Receive $15 on your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. Plus, right now, receive your choice of either a free pack of bamboo straws or reusable food store drafts with your order. Just go to publicgoods.com slash Taylor or use code Taylor at checkout. Again, that's P-U-B-L-I-C, publicgoods, G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to receive $15 off your first order. And now back to the podcast. First of all, cut yourself some slack. We were in a global mm-hmm. pandemic. Mm-hmm. You were also falling in love, physically separated from the person yeah. that you were into yeah. for because of the pandemic and then also because of work. You were in a very intense work environment, right? And you were also dealing with a person who was, or persons who were constantly gaslighting you. Yeah. I think with all, all that being said, I think you fucking stood your ground. You stood up for yourself. You held your head high. You were honest. You were vulnerable. You also were the bigger person when you had to be honey. I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud to know Hannah Burner. I watched this. I'm not like, ugh, for you at all. I, I didn't like when you apologized to Kyle and you gave him what he wanted. Oh, but like, I fully see, my was takeaway like, from that, ah. My takeaway from that wasn't like, oh, God, Hannah, what's that apology? My reaction was like, oh, my God. Did you see that? This is where it, she this is where it had that, to go and to. And he just, it, it, it worked. And I was like, it, it, you know what? It really blows my mind that people... There's two types of Bravo watchers. There's one who's intelligent. That's me. Just in case anybody wasn't clear. I always can pick out what's going to go down. And sometimes it takes seasons. But mm-hmm. I am all, my picks are all, I always pick the right pony. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that watch it like lemmings. Okay. They're just like checked out and they're just following whatever, like the producers or the editors or like the, whatever the storyline that they want you to follow. You guys open your eyes. Hello. Like try to watch it with more of a critical eye. I do a lot of pausing and rewinding. I do a lot of stops on glances. I watch, I watch Bravo the way like I'm basically Olivia Benson in an interrogation room with my remote and Bravo television. And that's me. 
and those skills no one can take away from you and you should put it on your LinkedIn you should put it on your resume <laughs> and it's truly incredible and I'm so lucky to have you as a friend but really your words like they mean so much to me and like obviously like I just feel so grateful and fortunate to be able to be like doing this to like entertain people and be out there but I every time I do one of these summers like I hope people can take something from it where I feel make someone feel less alone through my mistakes or through my um experiences like I don't I didn't care to look cool like I'm above the Luke thing I'm like no this hurt me you lied so like I it's I'm always going to be <laughs> my imperfect self and I hope that everyone else is embracing their imperfect self and um that's how I'm talking myself through this. Yes, well I'm proud of you and I love you and I'm so happy to be your friend Thank and I'm you. so excited for your engagement and your wedding and all the good <laughs> stuff and I mean at the end of the day, you know you're kicking ass and taking names in your career. You have a man who is a man, honey, and he loves you. And he put a ring on it. And you're in such a great, great spot. I don't want any. Thank you. Of like, And also, there's a lot of us. There's such a thing called the silent majority, okay? There's a lot of us that are watching yeah. and enjoying you and not reaching out. And then there's people who, I don't know, get off on spreading negativity. So, like, consider the source. Those who matter don't mind, and those who mind don't matter. Oh, I yes. Right? I, I think you did. It hit. It hit. I felt that I in I my did. heart. <laughs> But the Taylor Strecker Nation, like, they've been through it all with me. And, like, they knew I was going to have a tough summer eventually. And this is it. And I know I haven't been on the show as much, too, because I've been dealing with stuff. And also, I can't speak on as much. So, yeah, this is this was my moment to catch people up. Anyone have any questions? DM a girl. You know, I'm always here. The nation has been strong for you. Yes. 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 Good. Yes. I've gotten a lot of beautiful, beautiful messages from the homies. We had a really deep conversation, me and Jesse, on the Taylor Swift show. I heard about it. I actually think I'll send it to you. Can you please? I think you need to listen to it. And whenever you're having a down day, I feel like we went on like a 20 minute tangent. And I like literally afterwards, we literally were like, we didn't know we were going to do that. It just came out of nowhere. Someone messaged me and they were like, Tay and Jesse went in on Summer House and you need to listen. Yep. We love you. I Don't love fuck you. with our baby girl. I love we'll you. We'll fuck with you. <laughs> and uh, also, if you're fucking with my girl, don't DM me because I won't reply. Okay? <laughs> Look at those baby boundaries. Look at those boundaries. <laughs> I'm loyal, bitch. What can I say? So I just am damn. I. So am I. <laughs> how I roll. Be nice to my friend and then we then I'll, we can kiki. Be mean to my friend and we're going to have a problem. It's that simple. I love you threatening listeners right now. It makes me excited. <laughs> Well, it makes them mad, but that's okay. <laughs> you're like, you won't DM me something mean, you won't. And then you're like, they were mean to me today. Ah, <laughs> uh, you guys, that is it for us. Uh, Hannah, thank you so much for joining me. I love you to bits and pieces. Congratulations on the engagement. And congratulations on, I think, a great season of Summer House Girl. Oh, as long, people are enjoying it, so I have to know something went well. Something was right. Serious. <laughs> even in the depths of despair, she's making me laugh and keeping me entertained. <laughs> And I can't wait to see Dad tonight. I'm so excited. Oh my God, I know. Summer House, it's out every single Thursday on Bravo. What time, Hannah? 9 p.m. Eastern, and then watch Chat Room on Sundays at around 10.30 p.m. Eastern to make fun of whatever you saw on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in the power position now? Motherfucker. (laughs) 
And also, check out Hannah's podcast, Burning in Hell. Also, Giggly Squad. Um, follow Hannah, Burning in Hell. Nope, that's her podcast. You can okay. follow her on Instagram, at Being Burns. Yeah. So many different variations, Hannah. It's very hard for my little, small, <laughs> no, brain. Even though I'm a lazy piece of shit, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, you don't do any work. <laughs> that, by the way, Kyle managed to insult the entire podcasting community with that. So uh, good luck coming on this one, buddy. I don't do work. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love you. Oh, you guys, that's it for us. Uh, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That is how you show us love. And also, if you really love me, sign up for my brand new Patreon. Yes. The Taylor Strecker Show has a new home on Patreon. It's amazing. It's everything it was before. And now... There's fucking video. Fuck you yeah. See your girl. Yeah, so girl. So proud of you. You come over and we'll like cook stuff together. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Patreon. <laughs> you guys, that's it for us. Have a great week. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye.